Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada. And I'm here to tell you that of all the incredible things that you can achieve if you set your mind to it, enhancing your English is most certainly one of them. No matter what level of English you're at. And I gotta say, even I improve my own English every now and then. So, it doesn't matter what level your English is at. You can get a little bit better. And we can improve things. And that's what we're here to do, right? I'll give you a quick little example of this. Just something that Americans and Canadians will typically say. We'll say, how are your folks? How are your folks? What does that mean? Your folks. Does it mean your people? Because that's what folk, folks means. Like folks are people. So is how are your folks? Maybe how's your family? How are your friends? Actually, specifically, it means how are your parents? How are your folks? How are your parents? That is something that you just learned and now you can go ahead and use. And the sooner that you use it, the better you'll get it using it. And then the easier it'll be. So get out there right away and, you know, maybe just send a message to a friend and say, hey, how are your folks doing? For one, they'll appreciate it because that's that's a kind thing to ask. You know, you're showing a little concern for your friend's parents. And just as well, you get to practice your English immediately. So send that message. How are your folks? How are your parents? However, what we are going to get into today is not so much on uh, new words to teach, but rather how you can say one particular word a little bit differently. I'm talking about the word can. C-A-N, can. I honestly don't actually say can all that much when I'm talking. I'll often say it more like can, can. For example, I can do it. I'm not saying I can do it. I'm saying I can do it. Can we go? Again, not can we go, but can can we go? I'm going to give you a couple of tips in the next few minutes that are going to help you get the hang of this yourself. However, before we do that, I would just like to take a moment to ask... Everybody listening to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already because I've got many great things that I want to tell you in the future. And if you are subscribed to this podcast, then you are going to be updated as soon as I have something new to say. So hit subscribe, you know, do whatever, and even share it around with some friends. If you share this with your friends, you will help them too. Best part is it's all for free, right? So... Share it around. This is a podcast. Have fun with it. And one other service I'd like to mention to you today is called Cambly. It's actually a pretty cool service. You get on there and you can chat with people from literally anywhere in the English-speaking world. People from the States, people from South Africa, people from Australia or Canada, such as myself. I'm on there every now and then. I'm just saying it's a great service. Check out Cambly. It's definitely something that's worth your time. And I'm going to have a little uh, referral link in the description here. Click on that and you'll be able to get a free trial. 
free. From the free podcast, you're getting a free trial of Cambly. If you hop on that, you know, you, you know that you're somebody who wants to improve their English, right? So if you hop on that, you hop on Cambly, free trial, that's my gift to you. Aside from all the free information you're going to get, when you hop on Cambly, you get a free trial, and then, well, and then see how you like it. Anyway, let's get into this lesson for today. You see, in American English, we commonly reduce unstressed words. We don't stretch these out. We make them real short. And so pronouncing the full word can all the time is kind of giving it unnecessary stress. And so you will be understood without any issue. However, you may add a meaning to what you're saying that people, you know, are kind of confused about just by your tone of voice. For example, if you say, I can make it versus I can make it, people feel differently. If you say, I can make it, they feel like you may be irritated. They feel like you may be impatient, as if you have to speak slowly for them. Honest, I'm, I'm just saying that's what people are hearing. So let's see what we can do about this. So first off, when can is the helping verb in a sentence. Not the main verb, but rather expressing an ability. We reduce it to a super quick kind of can sound. When can's reduced, it's connected to the words before and after it. So for example, I can make it. I can make, I can make it. It sounds like it's all one word, right? But what I'm saying is I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. That is what you want to hone in on so you can do yourself. Here's another example here. How about, uh, you can use mine. You can use mine. You hear that? Very quick. You can use. You can use mine. When can is expressing the ability of something else, we don't really want to stress it. Most of the time. You know, we most of the time don't want to pronounce it so strong. Because when you're speaking casually, which is of course what you want to work on, you want to make sure that you aren't overly stressing words unnecessarily. So, I can make it. You can use mine. We can sit here. We can. We can sit here. Dropping that A from the word can. Now, here's another thing. Sometimes we do want to pronounce the full word can. When can is a noun. It's, of course, going to be fully pronounced because now it's a noun. You know, now it's a subject in the sentence, such as trash can, you know, take out the trash can or can of beans, can of beans. So can is a noun pronounced normally. Also can if it's the only verb in the sentence. So if you say like a real short sentence, can you? I can. You know, in that. We want to pronounce the full word can because it's the only verb in the sentence. I can. And then finally, if can is at the end of a sentence, if it's the last word in a sentence, we're going to pronounce the full word can. I think I can. He can. Can you? 
You hear that? He can. Can you? Can you? Super quick. Dropping the A out. Just a quick can. Can you? He can. Can you? Now, here's where this is going to be extremely useful to you. When we say the positive like this, can or can, they can have it, for example. They can have it. We are dropping that A and we're linking can to the words around it. If you want to say the negative, the opposite, they can't have it. They can't have it. You're going to stress that a little bit differently, aren't you? They can't have it. They can have it. They can't have it. Do you hear that difference now? That's what Americans are listening for. Anytime that you've been on the phone and somebody said, do you mean can or can't? And you're saying, I can't. You know, you're making too strong of a T. It's not your fault. You know, you're pronouncing the word as it's spelt. It's just not what they're listening for. What they're listening for is, I can't. Or, I can. I can. Let's see a couple of sentences here. I'll tell you the positive with can and with that can reduction. And then I'll tell you the negative with can't and that can't kind of pronunciation. First off, let's see this one again. They can have it. They can have it. And the opposite? They can't have it. They can't have it. Where can we go? Where can't we go? Where can we go? Where can't we go? You hear that there, the difference? Where can we go? Linking together. Linking it all together. Where can't we go? Little pause. Where can't we go? We saw that a couple episodes back. Feel free to look back at the negative contractions. You'll see it all in there. But this is how you use it. For example, another one here. She can come with us. She can come with us. She can't come with us. Negative there. She can't come with us. A little pause. Let's see one more. We can stay the whole time. We can. We can stay the whole time. All linked. We can stay. We can stay the whole time. We can't stay the whole time. We can't stay the whole time. Can't stay. We can't stay the whole time. So as you can see, you are more than capable of doing this yourself. It's not a terribly difficult concept, actually. It's a rather easy one. What you've got to do now is take what you've heard me say... And start listening for other people do it because I'm not the only one doing this. If I were the only one doing this, I'd be sounding really funny and I'd be a liar. And I don't fancy myself a liar. And I'd also be wasting all of our time. And I mean, hey, that's fine if you want to chill out and waste time. But uh, but trust me, I'm not here to waste my time because this takes time to record it, takes time to edit it, got to... Write a nice little description and upload it. It all takes time. And so trust me, I'm not wasting my time. I'm not. I'm telling you the truth here. We do this. And you can do it too. You can do. You can do it too. I don't think that you can't do it. 
I think that you can do it. So, keep practicing this. Keep practicing this, and it'll keep coming along. Now, we're going to get to wrapping things up today shortly, but I want to leave you with a quick little story before I do. A few years ago, while I was living in Toronto, you see, I had just gotten back from Mexico, and my mind was just racing in Spanish. You know, I was missing that Mexico feel, and I was feeling all this reverse culture shock where you kind of miss, you know, you miss where you came from. And uh, it's it's a, a bit of a lonely feeling in a way. Well, I was working in this pharmacy at the time. My job was to catch people shoplifting. I would dress in regular clothes. I would follow people within the store who look suspicious. People of all sorts. And honestly, in a city like Toronto, you never know what you're going to get walking through those doors. Well, while I was doing this, it was coming to the end of my shift, and I hadn't caught anybody yet this day. I was feeling kind of bored, you know? When you're walking around in a store all day, watching people, and you don't catch anybody doing anything, it is extremely boring. I got lucky, because before the end of my shift, I saw a gentleman walk into the store, Now, this was an elderly man, and it was fall time, so he was wearing a big jacket. And he walked over. First, he looked at some magazines, and then he took a piece of jewelry. And he looked at it, a little necklace, and then he just took it and, boop, dropped it in his pocket. And I thought to myself, okay, you know, I'll take it. Like, that's an easy one. He's an old guy. He's not going to put up a fight. And, uh, this man went and he, uh, you know, he bought maybe some chocolates or something. And then he went to walk out the doors, but little did he know I was waiting for him. I was waiting for him and I told him, excuse me, sir, my name's Pat. I'm store security and you're under arrest for theft. He told me, okay, he didn't understand a word that I was telling him. He asked me in Spanish. He said, no, no hablo inglés, I español. And I told him, si, señor. Si, señor, hablo español. Yes, sir, I speak Spanish. His eyes went so wide, he could not believe it, seeing this white boy walking around speaking Spanish to him. Well, I had to tell him after that, tu, señor, estás bajo de arresto por robando de la tienda. I told him, you are under arrest for stealing from the store, and I told him in his native language. He had nothing he could say. He knew he was busted. He knew what he had in his pocket, and he said, Ah, oh, me olvido. He said, I forgot. He, me olvido. Ah, perdón, perdón. And he said, Sorry, please take it. And I said, No, no, no. You gotta come back in with me. We're gonna have a chat with the officer. And that's just what we did. You see, my job was to catch these people. I myself was not a police officer. I was a security guard. But I had the authority to make a citizen's arrest. If a security guard arrests you, it's a citizen's arrest. You are under arrest. But that security guard then has to wait for the police to come. Just don't get arrested by security guards. It's best not to. This gentleman, he wouldn't listen to me though, would he? He got himself arrested by a security guard myself. 
Well, he was ranting and raving, swearing about everything he could. Uh, I can't remember where he was from, but um, he was not happy. He was not happy to say the least. There was a manager from the store who was a South American woman. She came by, but uh, she saw that uh, there wasn't much that she could really do to help. This guy was not in the mood to be spoken down to. He was 90 years old. He was an old man, and he was stealing from the store. Now, I got to be honest, if I had known he was 90 years old, I probably would have let him go. I mean, a 90-year-old person, it's, it's risky arresting somebody at that age. They may have health problems, and I mean, is it really worth it over a cheap little necklace? If I, if I knew that this man was that old, I probably wouldn't have even bothered him. However, he did not look 90 years old to his credit. I mean, he didn't speak a lot of English. In fact, he didn't speak any English. But he must have had some sort of healthy diet. I don't know what this man did, but he was in great condition for 90 years old. I can say that. Well, the moral of the story is, I was able to do my job better because I spoke Spanish. When I told this story to my boss, my boss was impressed. He said, hey, good job. You know, we might give you a raise one day, which they didn't. They didn't really get much of a raise. And that's why I don't do that job anymore. But money aside, I did have a fun time with the job. I met a lot of interesting folk. I really enjoyed myself, actually. It's not, for me, I'm not the kind of guy who, you know, wants to go and and fight people. I did like a little bit of action. You know, I liked chasing people down and dragging them back to the store, but I would just sit and chat with people afterwards. I had fun just sitting and getting to know people. You know, people of all different backgrounds, people of, uh, you know, different languages, obviously. Interesting people in this world. I met a pirate once. Well, you can do the same with your English. When you run into... This golden opportunity in your job, like for me to arrest an old man stealing something. When you run into this golden opportunity in your own job, your language will be your make it or break it moment. Had I not known Spanish and I went to arrest somebody who spoke only Spanish, that would have been trouble. That would have been problematic. But that's not the situation I faced. When I needed language skills, they were there for me. And that's not the only time that that's happened for me. That's actually, there have been a a handful of times when Spanish really helped me stand out in my uh, past jobs. So, keep up your good work with your English. Can, can sound like can if you want it to. Just focus and keep on listening. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful evening. Have a good meal or breakfast or uh, enjoy your exercise, whatever you're doing. You'll be hearing much more from me in the days to come every Tuesday and Friday. Have a good one.